Agent Fishy, are you recording? Yes. Great. This is Agent Fishy with the Interdimensional Court System. I'm recording this audio log on the case of Jack Strode. So you can see here, he's violated his parole repeatedly. Tried to take care of this a week ago, but it seems like he immediately went in violation again. So previous agent is out. He's been sacked. Couldn't get the job done. I've got you on the case. Think you can handle this? Yes. All right. All you got to do is go get this guy, Jack Strobe. He's supposed to be serving out his sentence with one Max Adams. Max Adams appears to have disappeared from Jack Strobe's dimension. So he is in clear violation of the terms that were laid out by the interdimensional court. You got to go and get him. Deliver him to the dimension here on this dossier. Take this. Okay. Read through that. Go to that dimension with Jack Strobe. Drop him off. Transfer him to the authorities there. They'll know what to do. Okay. You got it? You think you can handle this? Yes. All right. Last week's agent was not up to snuff. You know what happens if you fail. Yes. Okay. Don't fail. <laughs> All right. I'm handing you the recorder. You got to record this audio log. Pass it off to Jack Strobe when you get there. Let's open the portal up for you. All right. You got everything you need. Head on through. Are you Jack Strobe? Yeah, yeah. I just put this towel across me. Uh, I was not expecting you guys to come into the bathroom while I was using the bathroom, but uh, if you just turn around for a second, I'll, I'll I'll get dressed. Okay. All right. Okay. Hold on. Could you hurry this up? Yeah, yeah. I'm almost. I'm, I'm ready. Let me wash my hands. Okay. Okay. I, man, I wish you guys wouldn't teleport in when I'm in the bathroom. Like, you could have just waited five minutes. It would have been a much better time, but all right. Well, we wish you would stop violating your parole. I know. I wish I could, too. It's the problem is these Maxes keep getting abducted by leprechauns. They are out to get him. It is scary. Not our problem. Yeah, I guess it's mostly Max's problem and all the versions of Max in the multiverse's problem. So um, I assume you're going to drag me off to some new dimension where I'm going to be with some new version of Max so that your interdimensional court system is happy. Yes. All right. Now come with me. I'm opening the portal right now. Yes, ma'am. Aren't you a little young to be an interdimensional agent? Why, yes. Yes, I am. Oh, all right. Well, I'll go with you. Oh, man. Ah, yes. Yes, just on time. Just on time. I see you brought the prisoner. Is this the one that I was told to expect? Yes. Okay. Well, hand him over. Oh, man. Okay. These bureaucratic buildings of criminal justice always give me diarrhea. I may need to use the restroom. You may not go to the restroom. Oh, We'll handle it from here. We'll handle it from here. Thank you. Do you have any paperwork that comes with this prisoner? Um, yes? Thank you. All right. Well, that's everything. Looks like it's all in order. Thank you. We'll take it from here. Bye. Okay. Come with me. Come with me. Right down this way. I have a question. Uh, I'll permit it. Is it possible for me to get a copy of this recording that we're making with this recorder here? I... You keep this recorder that the agent sent you along with. That's yours. We don't want All it. All right. All right. So I, I, I'm just going to say real quickly for those people that are listening, normally Max starts the podcast and talks about how he's an engineer and inventor and invented a portal technology. He uses something called the Bageltron 2000 because originally he was trying to toast bagels kind of shows you his creative process that he landed on interdimensional travel from toasting bagels anyway normally he just talks about his trips to other dimensions and takes a recorder with him and uh and lately 
since he was kidnapped by leprechauns, the interdimensional court system has been trying to get me back together with Max. Last episode, they took me to some random dimension and... I was there for a little while, and then the leprechauns got that version of Max. Well, they said you were a madman, but I really didn't expect the ravings to be quite that absurd. What is any of that stuff you're talking about? It's not for you. Leprechauns? Max Adams? What? What? Yeah, it's not for Ugh. you. It's not for your benefit. It's for the benefit of the people listening to this podcast. What? People listening? You, you, you don't hear voices. You think voices hear you? What? Yeah. You're... Oh, you're mad. I, okay, I, we're I here. A, I am a little little crazy. That's true. We're here. Ah, okay. Looks like your case is next up. Oh, man. Walk right in I'm here. I'm serious. I get terrible diarrhea when I'm Stop unexpectedly talking. exposed to the criminal justice system. We're entering system. the judge's chambers. Stop. Stop talking. This is the judge's chambers. You will respect it, or your sentence will be even more severe. Your Honor, here's the paperwork on the defendant. It's one Mr. Jack Strobe. Yes, thank you, Bailiff. Thank you. You may go. Mr. Strobe. That's me. I see that you have been accused of many, many heinous crimes. Completely unspeakable. Typically, we would list off the specific crimes. Yes, but dog skydiving wasn't even illegal. I said unspeakable. Unspeakable. Moving on. You are on trial for the many, many unspeakable crimes. And the court finds you guilty. Wow. Okay. Um. Now, typically, for crimes such as these, the penalty would be death. Death? Come on now. Silence in my courtroom. However, this list of crimes, just so many, many pages. Uh, so many unspeakable crimes. Uh, death is not sufficient. Death is not sufficient? Your punishment has been upgraded. Oh, jeez. What, am I going to be drawn and quartered? What, what sort of dimension is this? You are sentenced hereby to a lifetime of painting lessons with our foremost painting punishment proctor, one Bob Ross. Wait, wait, wait. Bob Ross. He's been many things in many dimensions, but in most of them, he's a painter with kind of this curly Afro-style haircut that talks with this very gentle, pleasing voice. Is that the Bob Ross we're talking about? Yes, you are obviously familiar with Bob Ross. Your punishment begins now. Whoa! Oh, I'm sliding down a chute, and it's very dark, and uh, there's light coming up at the bottom. Okay. I went down a chute, and that's the most efficient, if unjust, criminal, quote-unquote, justice system I've ever been exposed to. Uh, There is some painting supplies here, uh... I don't know why they would consider painting lessons to be a punishment worse than death. Ah, yes. Excellent. Wait. The student has arrived. Wait, you're not Bob Ross. You look yes, just like... Yes, I am Bob Ross. I am. My reputation precedes me. Bob Ross. It is I, Bob Ross. You look just like my former roommate, Max I Adams. Be- I am Bob... Ross. Well, you reacted to the name Max Adams. (laughs) Do you know who Max Adams is? Stop. 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 There is no Max Adams. There's no Max Adams. Bob Ross. I see. Okay. How do you know the name Max Adams? My roommate in my dimension. In your dimension. Right. Oh, you're one of those. You're not from here. Right. Yes. Does this dimension, like, specialize in taking people from other dimensions whose prisons are overflowing or something? I can't understand 
why my trial was so speedy and where... We have an extremely efficient court system. Most people in this dimension, as you say, are not in fact aware of the existence of other dimensions. Uh-huh. It is special circumstances in an arrangement that we have with the interdimensional court that we do occasionally take some of the absolute worst of the worst from around the multiverse. Huh. Well, apparently there's some sort of 10,000 strikes you're out thing going on here because none of my crimes are very bad. There's just a lot of them. That seems unlikely and is also none of my concern. So what is your concern, uh, Bob My Ross? concern is to teach you to paint. You worthless Wow. I've never heard someone cuss in such a soothing voice. I really am having trouble parsing the vitriol of what you said with the calm way in which you said it. That is not my concern. Put on the smock. All right. Pick up the palette. And yes, it does have razor sharp edges. And no, you do not get to use gloves. Oh, you could have warned me. Oh, yeah. Jeez. All right, I'm going to wrap this around my hand here. No, no, any measures to lessen your suffering are strictly forbidden. As I'm sure you're aware, you can't spell painting without pain. Wow. Okay, so I have sliced my palm. Luckily, it doesn't look very deep, but I've sliced my palm with the edge of a razor-sharp paint palette. Thanks, Bob Ross. It is my unique pleasure. Pick up the canvas, put it on the easel, and let's begin. All right, anything dangerous about this canvas? Uh, Looks mostly normal. Uh, It's kind of got a weird texture to it. Okay, canvas is up on the easel. The rash that's spreading down your arms, from your hands to your arms at this moment, Uh, will be extremely itchy. You are not permitted to scratch it. I can feel the itch. Pick up the paints. Pick up the paints. Choose a green. Add it to your palette. And let's. I wonder if you'll notice if I rub this razor against my rash. Just very. I can hear you. You realize I can hear you. We're in a very small basement room. There are no windows. Just you and me. Well, then let me ask a question. And the painting supplies. No, you may not use the razor. What bad thing happens if I gently scrape my rash with the edge of this razor-sharp palette. I will have to release the gas. Okay, what kind of gas? Because there's lots of kinds of gases that I enjoy. The hallucinatory gas. Oh! The nightmare hallucinatory gas. Interesting. Alright, I'll keep that in my back pocket if the itching gets bad enough. I, I do like me some hallucinatory gas. I, we'll nightmare. see about Did nightmare. I mention nightmare? You did it mention is. nightmare, but uh, most of my nightmares are, are not that bad. Well, well, I don't know. I'm not going to... I'm going to hold that off. We'll see. Let's see how bad the it is. The gas is specially formulated and will induce only the specific nightmares that our biological engineers have concocted. Uh-huh. Well... Add the paint to your palette. Okay, you mean my blood. All right. I'm putting... No, I said choose a green paint and add it to your palette. Okay. We're going to begin green with some palette. extremely sad 
trees. Well, I can promise you whatever I paint will probably be sad, so it, do- it doesn't really matter. But, uh, okay. Let's brown. See. You will need brown as well. Oh, right, right. Choose a brown. All right, I'm going to have some brown, some green. Begin with the trunk. Like this. Follow my motions. All right. Smooth. Wait. Gentle strokes. All right. No, no, not like that. No, that is inconceivably awful. You've literally barely touched the brush to the canvas and already you're doing it so mind-blowingly incorrect. You are a completely of the notion that you would and the I don't even know where to begin with this absolute Wow. Well, I can tell you my Stop, stop. Pull the brush off the canvas. Stop. Very well. What is your excuse? Um... A general contempt for the criminal justice system. Well, the criminal justice system has contempt for you. Oh, I know. I know. It goes back a long ways. Okay, let's try this again. Take the brush that you just attempted to use. All right. Get the brown here. Put it in your hand. Put your hand behind your back. Shove the brush down your pants. Paint side down, please. Wow. Uh, All right. Any time that you make a mistake, you will dispose of the brush into your pants. Got it. You better hope that you don't make too many more mistakes. Right. All right. Once your pants get too full, it will become very uncomfortable. It's already uncomfortable. That's wet. That and that's... Yes, the paint itself is also going to induce very extreme rashes, lesions, possibly even boils. Yeah, I can already feel kind of a burning down there. That's Is that what that is? I, I, oh. If you continue to produce such incredibly inferior work... We will resort to finger painting. Wow, and with this stuff, that would really make my fingers break out, too. That wouldn't be fun. Precisely. That would be the point. Now, get a new brush. Let's try the trunk again. So, uh, how do you, when you're dealing with this paint, avoid getting it on yourself? Oh, my paint does not have the rash-inducing properties, of course. Uh, Ah, ah. Right. Nor does my palette have a razor-sharp edge, as you can see. Right. No, that is only for the prisoners. Undergoing the punishment. Yes. Um, Get used to it. You and I, looks like, according to the information that they sent me, we'll be doing this for five lifetimes. Wait. How, how do we get past the first lifetime? This is a special de-aging chamber. Technology that is only in use in our criminal justice system. Would be a total mess if everyone on the planet were able to de-age and live five lifetimes. Everything would be completely out of whack economically, socially. But for the worst of the worst criminal element, we reserve the de-aging technology. So let me get this straight. You've discovered how to reduce people's age and you only use it on criminals. Am I hearing that correctly? That is exactly what I said. That is accurate. Wow. Wow, that's, uh, those are some priorities is what those are. I believe that is why the interdimensional court system selected our dimension for this particular program. So five lifetimes of itchy rash-causing paint, which I have to put down my pants anytime I make a mistake. That is just the beginning, yes. Hmm. Now try the trunk again. Watch, just like this. All right. I feel very motivated to do this correctly. Slow, gentle strokes. Yeah. Begin at the bottom. Move up to the top. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't look like a tree when you do it. What? What? What is that? I thought we were drawing a tree. This is the tree. This is the trunk. Oh, well, maybe trees look we'll different here. We'll be adding the branches with smaller brushes. Uh-huh. Your stroke is marginally acceptable. Wow, that's high praise. Um, okay. Turn the brush to the side, add the branches. Like this, as you can see. Uh, 
Follow my strokes carefully. I said carefully, you be carefully. How hard is that to understand? Um, not too hard. I just, I, I've never seen trees that look like this before. It, Does your dimension not have the great forest? You know, I, I didn't want to say it. Yeah, I mean, this uh, this does look like a forest. I, I have to admit, uh, this is uh, this is really disturbing. Like my my hand glitches just trying to draw these or paint them. Okay, that is enough branches. Put down the brown paintbrush. I will permit you to set it on the table and not insert it down your pants at this time. Well, I, that's mighty kind of you. And now we will do the leaves. Grab some green. Uh, how am I supposed to hold this brush? Like it's got spikes on every side. As tightly as possible. Oh, great. I suppose the blood mixing with the brown paint gives us a different color of brown, huh? We'll be adding the leaves. The leaves are the detail that make the trees especially sad, as you can see. You like sad trees. Little sad trees. So... More, more, continue. How does this work that a prisoner gets to hold a razor-sharp object? I mean, I'm not a violent person, so I don't think you're in any danger, but it seems strange that you would want to be this close to me while I'm holding this razor-sharp palette. Oh, they didn't tell you about the force field. Uh, No, they didn't tell me about anything. They just flushed me down the toilet to here. You can attempt to touch me. As you can see, right through the middle of the room, we have a force field. Uh-huh. It would be terrible television if you were to murder me in front of all of our viewers. Oh, we're on TV. Oh, that's oh, lovely. You, did you not see the the cameras? Yes. Uh-huh. Over there, and there, and there. Bob Ross's Punishment Painting is the most popular program in the nation. Well, wouldn't want wouldn't to disappoint the audience, would we? Absolutely not. Of course, it isn't live. We will have to edit out the references you made earlier to Max Adams. I still am somewhat disturbed that you are aware of that name. It was my identity many, many decades ago. So you decided to leave it behind. I utilized my invention, the Vacuumtron 2000, to extract his essence and drank it, and I became Bob Ross. That's quite the accomplishment. It was a painless process. He was paid handsomely. So, are you aware of the multi-dimensional vendetta that the leprechauns have against you and everyone who looks like you? I'm sorry, what? Well, I just, um, just was wondering if you were aware that the leprechauns are after you. Um, leprechauns. It's it's why I haven't been too concerned about five lifetimes with you, because I don't think we have long, really. Leprechauns. You are a madman. It's said in the notes that they sent me that you were a madman. Oh, yes, I am. But are. that's quite, quite independent from the fact that the leprechauns are after you. In fact, I, I'm, I'm not sure why they're not here yet. Maybe it's your Bob Ross persona that has kept you safe thus far. But maybe if they're sort of watching and listening everywhere, if I say, Max Adams is here! I told you, I told you. Max Adams is here! Say- here he is! Okay, I'm releasing the gas. Well, I think it's too late. Look at that. You see that? That's a leprechaun portal. Oh, wait. It's on my side of the force field. Um, ah, yes, as you can see, the force field is fully yes, intact. Yes, they're... They're uh, throwing themselves against it. 
Wow, they're they vicious little creatures. I, I'm just gonna step over here in the corner. But those, those, wow! I do not want to get between them and you. I do, I feel sorry for the force field. Oh, they're making really rude gestures. This force field has been designed by our top engineers. I have utmost confidence that it will hold up. Oh, they're pantomiming what they're gonna do to you. Oh my! Oh, oh, that's oh, that's stomach turning. That is rude. I thought I had to go to the bathroom before, but. I, I think I'm gonna lose it. Oh wait, they're going back into their portal. They've, they've given up. See? Oh. As you can see, the force field is impenetrable. Yes. Well, lucky you. I would. Uh, I would watch my back, though. What was that sound? That sounded. Did you hear that? Yeah, it sounded like the leprechaun's force field opening again. What? It's not here, though. It's not on my side. No. 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 Ah! Oh, no. Oh no. They're coming no. in. Oh. This is... No, he doesn't this, deserve uh, that. This he, is extreme. He's a torturer uh, of human uh, beings, but no one deserves that. Oh, uh, I can't watch. Let, oh. No, no, no. Yeah? Yes. Get your, get your tiny hands off of me. No, no. Not that. Oh, not oh the, that's stomach yeah. turning. The paintbrush does not belong there. Uh, no, no, no. Not this portal. Not the portal. No, 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 no. And he's gone. And one of the leprechauns is walking up... Wow, the leprechaun turned off the force field, and he's gone too now. Wow, thanks, little guy. I, I, I have ambivalent feelings. I thought leprechauns were sort of an implacable enemy, but I guess they were grateful that I shouted the name Max Adams so loudly. I don't know. For some reason, he decided to turn that force field off, so I, I've got a, a little bit of a dilemma. So I didn't want to say this in front of Bob Ross, but the remote, actually, when it fell down the chute, it somehow landed on his side of the force field. I didn't want to point it out to him because I was hoping at some point I could go over here and pick it up. This is the remote that opens up the portal back to Max's dimension. I mentioned it last week. I, I paid a guy to make some modifications, and and uh, now I can just open up the portal back to his dimension anytime I want. I need to keep a tighter grip on this. It fell out of my pocket while I was going down the chute and ended up across the room. I need to like have a lanyard to tie it around my neck or something. Doesn't look too banged up. Let's try it. Yep, there's the portal. Goodbye and good riddance, Bob Ross. I mean, nobody deserves what the leprechauns are doing to you, but uh, I'm glad no more prisoners will have to endure your sadistic painting lessons. Here we go. Well, shut this down. I have a feeling this is going to keep happening. The authorities are going to keep coming after me because I'm not with any version of Max, and they're going to keep taking me to other dimensions, and I don't know what I'm going to do about that. They're, they are hard to get away from once they're after you, um, and I've, I have a feeling I'm being tracked. So um, we'll see. Um, I'll upload this to the podcast feed, and we'll see what happens. Uh, it seems like possibly it's getting more serious every time, so hopefully next time won't be worse than this one. Dispatches from the Multiverse is produced by Tim Ellis, starring J.R. Willett as Jack the Betrayer Strobe and Tim Ellis as Max Drink the Essence of Bob Ross. Theme music by Alpha Geek, logo by Abe Schmidt. Want to know what the f*** forest really is? 
Find out by supporting us on Patreon, where you'll get exclusive bonus content like raw, unfiltered episodes, brainstorming sessions, peeks behind the scenes, and extended editions of the show. Or if you don't think this entertainment is worth a little financial support, at least follow us on Twitter at DispatchesFM and visit us online at Dispatches.FM. Toilet flushing noise, shuffling of clothes noise, zipping noise, hands washing noise. Why, yes. Yes, I am. Reference to a cartoon that some people may have seen. Put it in your hand. Put your hand behind your back. Shove the brush down your pants. (laughs) Paint side down, please. Does your dimension not have the great f- forest? <laughs> 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 <laughs>